0: Devanu Roy. I'm a senior consultant cardiologist at Peerless Hospital Kolkata. Today, I would like to inform you about the recent updates in hypertension. As you all know, hypertension is uh, the number one killer disease in our country and its prevalence is increasing both in urban areas as well as rural areas. So it is very important for all health professionals to get the latest updates in the diagnosis and management of hypertension. As per WHO, nearly 63% of the total deaths in India are due to non-communicable diseases, of which 27% are attributed to cardiovascular disease, which affects 45% of the people in the 40 to 69 age group. Raised blood pressure is among the most important risk factors for cardiovascular disease. Moreover, it remains poorly controlled due to low awareness about hypertension, lack of appropriate care through primary care, and poor follow-up. In India, the prevalence has gone up over 30 years to 38% in men and 32% in women from 29% and 28% respectively. Despite that, nearly half of the people, or 51% of men and 41% of women with hypertension were unaware of the condition. Additionally, over 62% of men and more than 53% of the women living with hypertension did not get treatment. Medication was used to control blood pressure in fewer than one in five men and one in four women with hypertension worldwide. International Society of Hypertension has released the ISH 2020 Global Hypertension Practice Guidelines. The inclusion of optimal and essential treatment paradigms attempt to address the issue that is resource-poor settings. Optimal care refers to evidence-based standard of care, whereas essential standards refer to minimum standards of care to allow specification of essential standards of care for low-resource settings. The American Heart Association and American College of Cardiology has released a scientific statement in 2021 offering new guidance for management of stage 1 hypertension among patients with low atherosclerotic cardiovascular risk, among low-risk adults, that is no atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease or 10-year cardiovascular disease risk of less than 10% with stage 1 hypertension, that is blood pressure of 130 to 139 by 80 to 89, Management starts with non-pharmacological therapy. If blood pressure remains uncontrolled at three to six months, consider starting pharmacological therapy. Acute respiratory distress syndrome is a potentially fatal condition involving lung damage and experts often associate it with severe COVID-19. A recent study Which appears in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology reports that metoprolol can reduce lung inflammation and improve respiratory function in patients with COVID 19 induced ARDS. Lowering systolic blood pressure targets down to 110 to the less than 130 millimeter range substantially reduced cardiovascular adverse events in the step randomized trial, affirming the sprint findings for an older Chinese population. Among some 8,500 patients aged 60 to 18 in China, the intensive target trimmed 26% of the composite cardiovascular risk findings from now a second major trial supporting a lower target would unite the guidelines, which even among U.S. professional societies range from thresholds of 130 to 150, with regard to prognostic value of ambulatory blood pressure monitoring and nighttime blood pressure. The 2018 European guidelines on the management of arterial hypertension recommended that the diagnosis of hypertension should only be dependent on office BP measurements, but also of out-of-office measurements, such as ambulatory BP monitoring or home BP monitoring. 24-hour nighttime BP measurements were associated with greater risks of mortality and a composite cardiovascular outcome. Thus, they may be considered as the most relevant measurements for estimating cardiovascular risk For every 20 by 10 millimeter increment of BP measured at night, the risk of mortality increased by 23% and the risk of cardiovascular events by 36%. Most patients with hypertension require lifelong medical therapy to achieve optimal BP control. The 2018 European guidelines equally recommend Five classes of antihypertensive drugs. Considering high non adherence treatment, the importance of combination treatment is particularly highlighted to improve adherence to therapy and BP control. Therefore, the 2018 European guidelines recommend, especially in the context of lower BP targets, to start antihypertensive therapy with an initial dual fixed dose combination of ACE inhibitor or ARB with calcium channel blocker or a diuretic. Since July, 2018, products containing Valsartan have been recalled worldwide. The reason is the detection of a known carcinogen, namely N-nicrosodimethylamine or commonly known as NDMA, which can be found in Candesartan, Ilbesartan, Losartan, Olvisartan, and Valsartan. NDMA has been classified by the WHO International Agency for Research on Cancer to be carcinogenic in humans. If one lakh patients would have received NDMA-contaminated Valsartan from Zhejiang-Huai manufacturing site, where the highest levels of contaminants were found, Every day for six years, in the highest dose, it could result in 22 additional liver cancers over the lifetime of these patients. The presence of NDMA in these drugs could lead to eight additional cancer cases in 1 lakh patients if they had taken the highest dose for four years. While certain recall accompanied by a significant increase in the rate of emergency department visits of plus 6%. The HIGIA study represents the largest study that tested nighttime hypertensive treatment. In this trial, chronotherapy was associated with significant reduction in endpoints, including death. The HIGIA chronotherapy trial tested whether the nighttime therapy in comparison to the usual upon-awakening hypertension therapy, exerts a favorable cardiovascular risk reduction. The largest study included a total of 19,084 hypertensive patients. During average follow-up 6.3 years, 1,752 participants experienced the primary cardiovascular outcome. An ambulatory BP measurement was performed for 48 hours to collect data on how BP differed during sleep, the relative risk reduction for cardiovascular events was significantly improved for nighttime treatment when compared with awakening treatment. I think these are some very important things which you have learned in the last two to three years. And I thank all of you for your time.